You're listening to Once, episode 276, Wish You Were Here, Initial Reactions. Welcome back to another episode of Once, the unofficial podcast for ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Aaron, And we have just watched this episode, Wish You Were Here. And I feel very much like the fake snow and charming in this episode. I feel like my heart was ripped out and crushed in front of my face just to make someone else be who they should be. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I speak for myself in that. I really enjoyed this episode also, <laughs> if, if that's even what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> now, they packed a lot into this episode, and I feel like it will take a couple more watches to really appreciate this episode as much because there was so much packed into it, so many things going on to wrap up for a mid-season finale. But speaking of wrapping up, did they wrap up any of the things we were expecting to be wrapped up? I was thinking toward the end, I was like, oh, Daniel's going to be right. He's going to be right. This whole battle with Emma and the hooded figure is going to go down. And then I looked at the clock and it was 8.58. And I'm like, that's going to be really fast if they manage to do it. Um, But they got way more into this episode than I thought they would. I thought they would kind of pick one thing and finish it and then kind of leave the rest. But They just kind of left us hanging on everything. Yeah. So the evil queen is not defeated completely. Well, Belle and Gideon, yeah, reunited. But the whole savior thing and the fight and the savior shakes, that hasn't been resolved. Jasmine and Aladdin go back to Agrabah, but that doesn't mean Agrabah is now saved. That kind of feels like a storyline that we have yet to see be resolved. It's not simply like, okay, we're going to go save it, but it it really just felt like bye for now, not bye for forever. No, I mean, hopefully it's not bye for a season and a half until they come back and follow up on that story. That would be a shame, uh, in my opinion. But like I I said last episode, they have done that with more significant storylines. I just hope... Hope they don't do that with them. I, I do really want to know what's going to happen with them. And let me remind you, these are our initial reactions. So we're going to be a bit all over the place in our thoughts about these episodes. And we want your feedback for our upcoming mid-season finale discussion because it will be the last podcast episode probably until maybe some spoilers before the season returns. And then we'll be back because during this little break, I'll be having a baby birthed. So it won't be a big priority to continue the podcast during that time. So it's really nice. I will appreciate that winter hiatus, but we want your feedback to make sure that we can include it as much as possible into our upcoming full discussion. Go to the show notes for this episode at oncepodcast.com slash 276 to email us, send a voicemail through the website, call and leave a voicemail message any time of the day. Just please get that feedback to us as quickly as possible before Wednesday afternoon, December 7th, so that we can include it in our upcoming full discussions on Wednesday night, December 7th, 7 p.m. Eastern over at oncepodcast.com slash live. So we know that Gideon is the guy under the hood. Congratulations to those who predicted it uh, maybe a few weeks or a couple months ago. Good job, guys. 
I have to say, I predicted earlier in the episode that Gideon would eventually come back as a full-grown person, not a baby. Um, There were a lot of similarities in this episode to other shows that I've watched in the past that I bring up often. The whole alternate reality, a wish changing the entire world as we know it. Um, And then it made me think of the other shows where where that's happened actually in both. So both shows, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Charmed, this has happened. Buffy, it was the cast off of Buffy Angel where the sun came back full grown and in Charmed, the sun came back full grown. So I kind of, as soon as Rumple was looking for him with the globe, I wrote in my notes, I wonder if Gideon's going to come back full grown. And he has a lot sooner than I anticipated. And seemingly a lot darker too. Well, The time works different in the alternate, or not the alternate, but the dark, what did Rumpel call it? A dark realm? Yeah, well, he. I don't think he really gave it a name, but he referred to it as uh, there are realms with darkness that that not even he can reach. Uh, But that, that does make sense, and that is consistent with what we know of Black Fairy, because Back in season three, and we talked about this in our most recent full discussion, back in season three was when we first learned of the Black Fairy, and it was said that she dealt with the darkest of magics. So I think this is nicely consistent and makes sense for the Black Fairy to be maybe even darker than Rumpel and dealing in in a darker world. And it seems like she's poisoned Gideon in some way. For sure. And if he grew up in a world of darkness, I don't know what else we would expect. His gauge of right and wrong might be completely different than the way that our world sees it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know in the chat room right now, several are questioning, has Gideon been lying this whole time? And was he somehow evil baby from the beginning? I don't know. That, that I, I think, is certainly worthy of questioning that the black fairy wants this baby or wanted and use this baby somehow is very interesting. It makes me wonder, are we even going to see the black fairy further? Are we going to get to see this other world where everything is much darker than it is uh, and time works differently? Apparently time works faster in this other world. The last time we've seen time work differently, it was that time was slower, like time was slower in Wonderland relative to fictional London. Also, time was slower in Neverland relative to our world. But we've never seen a place where time is faster until now. One of the things that did bug me about this episode, and maybe I'll understand this better after I go back and do a rewatch, is how many wishes did the Evil Queen use? The Evil Queen used one, and Regina used one. So they have one left. So then... If they get the genie back then David couldn't be the new master. And David used uh, one wish, right? And he then gave the lamp to Jasmine, who used one wish. Yeah, but are you thinking once upon a time in Wonderland rules or (laughs) once proper? Because apparently they're not the same. Yeah, I am thinking of Wonderland because Wonderland is where we really got to learn more about the magic of the lamp and that the lamp could only have one master at a time. This is a completely different lamp and maybe this lamp was even created by a different means, not from Nyx, as we see in Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. 
But still, it feels like a little bit of a stretch. I could understand if maybe there was a wish Evil Queen made that we didn't get to see because it had to be edited out. But then the quick passing of the wish or the the whole bottle, not just remaining wishes, but the, the lamp over to Jasmine without the other two wishes. I don't know. Maybe it's something like someone can willingly pass on their remaining wishes. Yeah. For those who didn't watch Wonderland, one of the major premises was that Jafar was trying to make Alice use her wishes because then he could control the genie and he couldn't control the genie until her wishes were used. And so, however, in thinking about it, I think in the original Aladdin story, Aladdin had one wish left when Jafar got the lamp and Jafar made wishes with the lamp and then Aladdin still had his remaining wish when he got it back. So... Maybe they're just trying to be more true to the original Aladdin story. Maybe it's just a different rule for a different lamp. I was half expecting him to say, Mistress mine, my will is thine. Tell me your wishes three. (laughs) Yes. From Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. Great series. Seriously, if you have not watched Once Upon a Time in Wonderland during this winter hiatus when you'll be desperate for Once Upon a Time stuff, this would be a great opportunity for you to watch Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. Unfortunately, it's not available everywhere. Uh, So the best way really to get it that's legal is buy it from iTunes or from Amazon if you can. If you're in a country that doesn't support that, I'm sorry. Uh, And I can't endorse on the podcast other methods that are uh, questionably legal of how to attain it. But watch that. And I think you'll understand a lot more what we're talking about with the rules of magic and genies and stuff like that. And it was really cool to see Aladdin as the genie. I thought he made a good genie. He did. He had his smug little smirk because I feel like he knows how wishes work a little bit better than the people that are dealing with the lamp now. Yeah. And Jafar, I was certain the person under the hood was going to be Jafar because when we saw Gideon, now we know it's Gideon, but when we saw Gideon come through the portal and then walk out and turn evil queen into the snake, I thought... That's that's a Jafar thing. That looks like Jafar's magic. That's Jafar. By the way, Gideon has magic. That's something to think about in all of this. So, which which does make sense when the sword poofs away in red smoke, that that could be Gideon's magic, not Rumpel's magic, because Gideon would have similar magic. So maybe it's similar in color to Rumpel's. Side note there. But so it's not Jafar. All this time, I've been expecting we would see Jafar again, and I kind of feel like if we haven't seen him again at this point, we probably won't get to see him unless it's in the storyline of what happened to Agrabah. Yeah, I, I'm thinking it could be. It Maybe they didn't want to write him in as much because they couldn't get the original character back. The actor had changed when he came to Once Proper, or maybe they're just waiting for Agrabah. I do have to say, though, when that hooded character appeared... In the like 45 second period that all of that happened, I thought, oh, it's Jafar. And then I thought, oh, it's evil Rumpelstiltskin from the fake land who somehow jumped the portal over. And then I realized that the final battle that we saw, like that Emma has been shown, can't be happening yet because Snow and Charming were both there in the vision Mm -hmm. and that curse still hasn't been broken Yet another thing that hasn't been resolved yet. Nothing's been resolved. (laughs) That's when I looked at the clock and I was like, oh, we're waiting. (laughs) We're waiting all the way until March. (laughs) From a storytelling perspective, 
I can really respect that, that they have given us a cliffhanger and have not resolved. I know they've resolved little things here and there, but they haven't resolved these big overall story arcs. I really respect that. Great job on the writing team there. And speaking of great jobs, you know who does a great job for us? It is our wonderful heroes. Our wonderful heroes don't have to have the hearts of their fake parents ripped out and crushed in front of them in order to realize what they need to do. Our wonderful heroes don't let their sons fight their battles for them and almost die and kill their best friends. Our wonderful heroes are not fake at all. They are very real, and we are very grateful for our wonderful heroes. So for this episode specifically, special thanks to Lisa Slack, Lisa R., and our 24 heroes on Patreon. Thank you very much for your kind support of the podcast episode after episode. One of my projects during this little winter hiatus is to finally get all of those bloopers published from our past podcast episodes, and those publish exclusively to our Patreon supporters. So there's something that you can enjoy during the winter hiatus. Go over to Once Podcast podcast.com slash hero, click on the Patreon button. And if you contribute at any level on Patreon, then you get access to those bloopers. So you can go over there, listen to those during the winter hiatus, assuming that I can edit while I have a baby in my arms, which I can probably do that. I feel like I can be pretty skilled that way. And you will enable that to happen with your kind support. You are a hero to the podcast. So big thanks for your support of the podcast. Now, if you haven't had the chance yet to become a hero and you want access to these cool and fun uh, bloopers and early access to other things that we can do when we can do them, then please go to oncepodcast.com slash hero. And thank you for your support. And we promise not to rip out the hearts of even your fake parents in front of you. Oncepodcast.com slash hero. In this fake world, it reminded me a lot of the author storyline, you know, where we got to see the heroes and villains book and everyone was in this fake world and they had to be kind of wakened from it and then brought back to the real world. This this is another fake world, but it has a magic bean in it and that magic bean can transport people back to the real world. So it kind of makes me wonder how fake is this world, but it has its own impish rumple, which was great to see. What do you think of our fake enchanted forest? I liked it. I think it makes sense that there's a magical bean there because it is supposed to mirror exactly what the world was like that Emma didn't have to save, like the enchanted forest. And I was really excited to see Rumpelstiltskin in that character because it's been a really long time since we've seen him in that, you know, he's been in a dungeon for quite a while and he's the, you know, the crazy, crazy Rumple that everybody kind of fell in love with in the pilot when he's acting the way he was today. And he did a great job and I was not expecting Emma to take so long to clue in that she needed to be a hero. But then it made sense that if the savior was taken out of her, then she has no motivation to fight. Like she just doesn't even have that in her. So I think she also did a great job at playing the total opposite character to what she normally plays. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to see her as Princess Emma and seeming someday my prince will come. Yeah, that was great. There is, I think, a big logic hole here in that evil queen, (laughs) evil queen wished Emma 
to have never been the savior. Well, first of all, we know that you can't change the past with magic. They even said that in Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, even though they did change the rules of magic. Beside that, they never were able to change the past. So even here, they can't change the past. So Emma is wished to not be the savior at that moment, but by doing so, that really just threw her to a fake world where she still had magic. It, this is a big logic hole to me that it seems like the wish didn't actually do anything. It only took Emma to another place, a fake place where she's not the savior in that place, but she is still the actual savior of Storybrooke, so the wish didn't fully take. That's my one big logic problem with the episode. I also had a logic problem with Henry even being in the fake world, because how would Neil have ever been there if Emma was never the savior? Like it was the... That was the whole point of making Emma the savior was to get Neil back. And so Neil's in our world. Emma would have been in this fake reality. And so I was not I wasn't expecting to see Henry at all. I was expecting that maybe Hook was going to come out Mm -hmm. when she when they were like anticipating that someone was coming into the room so that she was still happy in this fake world. But yeah, the picture of Neil as a knight or whatever up there it didn't make a lot of sense but if it's a fake world i guess they can have fake dads for their fake kids and everything is fine (laughs) and you can have a real love interest with a fake person in the real world robin hood this was a spoiler that i saw uh, one of very few vague spoilers that i saw unfortunately the day before this episode aired so it wasn't long before at least i i also saw a spoiler thank you twitter but <laughs> uh, well it's because of regina and you know we can often think well if i was in that place i'd realize no that's not real but realize if you were in that place how hard that would be to see the love of your life whom you have accepted as dead right there in front of you even though it seems fake there's that huge temptation to stay or to i thought they were going to pull robin with them through the portal which would have presented all kinds of other hard things uh, <laughs> and i don't think it would have worked and i'm glad that that's not the way they went i i think the way that they cut this off with Emma and Regina stuck in the fake world. I think that makes it a lot more interesting than pulling Robin through. And it means we'll get to see Robin probably in some more episodes. How they deal with that, I don't know. But it will be definitely interesting, I think. I think now they're going to have a quest to find another magical way back. So perhaps we will get to see him at least for one other episode. Or I, I think we will for sure. And then I was thinking that perhaps this is what might contribute to Regina not being in Emma's vision. If for whatever reason Mm -hmm. she decides to stay behind or they get separated. That's what I was even thinking. If Emma jumped through the portal just tonight, then Regina would be stuck there. Kind of like, oh, I need to get back to my family. I'll save you later. See ya. Yeah. And... It goes back to that theory I shared a few episodes ago that it seems like they're setting it up so much for Emma to be the one to die. But some of the things that Regina has said sound like she's going to be the one to die. And especially if you think that maybe this could be the last season, then 
in some way killing off or getting rid of or saying goodbye, however you want to define that, to one of the main characters could be acceptable if that main character somehow gets a sort of happier ending again. And this could be the setup for that if Regina somehow decides to stay in this fake world. And yeah, she may say, I know it's fake, but at least I'll be happy here. It's kind of strange thought, but I, I could see it going that direction. I think that that's a common um, kind of battle with characters when in most of the shows I've seen that have had an alternate reality component is that they're kind of always battling between, you know, what they wish could be as far as, you know, Robin Hood being alive or in some of the other shows, it's been like, oh, I wish I could have like a normal life without magic and without these responsibilities. And then they're battling with what they know to be real, which is this hard, hard battle-filled life back in actual reality. And so that could definitely be something that she struggles with. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that's not to her demise, but... Yeah, I, and I'm not so sure it would be demise as a person, but maybe farewell as a character. It could be an acceptable way to do a farewell because she would be getting a sort of happy ending. Although, yes, whenever you have to say goodbye to someone, it's a sad thing. So there would also be that. I loved the the pilot scene redo with this, yeah. you know, the classic, even down to the whole... Uh, skipping, well, not skipping, but sliding, gliding along the ground as Evil Queen burst into the the ballroom there. It was so great. Even Snow starting to say, she's not a queen anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, oh, we didn't get to see a sword throw. But then Henry does the family sword throw later on. The one thing he was missing, and apparently they didn't coach him on this when they taught him how to be a knight, is whenever you go to throw a sword, you're supposed to say, hey, right before you throw the sword. <laughs> yeah, we're three for three now with these generation of sword throwers. Yeah. So Evil Queen got what she deserved and that is getting to see everyone tear themselves apart. <laughs> they even repeated that line today. Did you notice? Yes, I noticed. <laughs> of course I noticed. Do you think that's the end of the tearing themselves apart? I was hoping that they would resolve the double sleeping curse at the end of this episode, which would kind of be showing Evil Queen to get what she deserves, which is that this brilliant way of creating so much pain between them wouldn't be sustained any longer but i don't know like do you think her being turned into a cobra was her getting what she deserved uh, i don't know because it was gideon that did that yeah. and the wishes tend to have immediate effect and nothing happened when charming wished that which was a clever wish by the way charming it was it was an okay wish i was i was wishing that somebody would wish that the evil queen and regina were one again and then we could all just yeah. go tra-la-la down the street <laughs> But it does still leave David all alone. Snow is still under the sleeping curse. Now Emma is gone. Henry's still there, so at least he has Henry. <laughs> and Hook. Yeah. They're having they're having some good adventures together. Yeah. Brotherly sort of adventures, even though they're kind of like father in law and the son. <laughs> but brothers. And the son the son is older than the father. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a very confusing family Thanksgiving. <laughs> even uh, 
Ariana in the chat room when when we found out that Black Fairy had taken Gideon. She's like, well, we're keeping it in the family. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So there's a lot still to dig into with this episode. A lot of details to try and dissect. A lot of things to analyze. And we want your feedback for that. So please go to the show notes for this episode at oncepodcast.com slash 276 and share with us what you think is going on. What are your theories about this episode? What do you think will happen when the season returns? And how might this season even come to a conclusion? As we know it will, we don't know whether it will be the last season, but we know the season has to come to a conclusion. So please comment or send us feedback over at oncepodcast.com slash 276. That's also where you can go to share this episode out, which is a great way to support the podcast. Share it out on social networks. If you're a fan of a particular Once Upon a Time group on Facebook or Reddit or Google Plus or anything like that, go ahead and share our episodes in those groups. That really does help us. You could post something there to say, hey, everybody, you should listen to the latest episode of Once Podcast where they said this, or I really love what they pointed out here or something like that. We don't do that because it would be a little bit spammy for us to do that with every episode. So it's a great way you can support the podcast. It doesn't cost you anything. You could become an ambassador even for us in that way. So share the episode and comment. Send us your feedback over at oncepodcast.com slash 276. The sad news of all of this is that this is the last episode of Once Upon a Time for a while. We do know for certain that Once Upon a Time is coming back in March. We don't have a definite date yet, but I'm sure that we'll get that pretty soon. Matthew Paul, the official fact checker for Once Podcast, says that probably March 5th looks to be the return date. We don't know for sure, but that seems to fit with the typical pattern that they have. And we can assume that probably Mother's Day or the Sunday after Mother's Day will be when there is this season finale and we might try again to have a season finale party in the greater Cincinnati area. But for all of that and more, please make sure that you're following us on Twitter at Once Podcast and connect with us individually as well. I'm Daniel J. Lewis on Twitter at the Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Aaron on Twitter at Aaron J. Cruz. Please go to the show notes for this episode at oncepodcast.com slash 276 to send us your feedback, share this episode, and become a hero for the podcast as well. And until next time, we've been portaled! And thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our heroes for supporting this episode of the podcast. If you would like to be a hero too, and I'm sure you will look rather dashing and beautiful, then please go to oncepodcast.com slash hero and thank you for your support.